What's up, everyone? This is the Building and Empowering People podcast, and I'm your host, Victor Thomas and Derek Simmons Jr. And like we say, we just come here every week to talk about life, to talk about growth, improvement, just to help you on your everyday cycle, every week cycle, whatever that may be. But we're about to jump right on into it. Um, Derek, I'm going to let you start with this topic. Um, the topic that I wanted to start mm-hmm. off with was being negative during difficult times. Yeah. This is a time that that everyone is really in their heads because they're they're to themselves a lot, mm-hmm. and a lot of reasons because a lot of more people are at home or they're struggling financially or whatever it may be. So a lot of people are complaining about that. They're being negative within their head, out outward or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But that is the case of what's happening not everyone but it's a lot of people that are so what is your take on that um i feel like first of all like i feel like no matter what happens like difficult times rough times you know whatever times that we are going through we always have to be positive and you know have joy through tribulations that's what the bible says because i feel like having joy through tribulations you will already know the end result and even though it's difficult now you know that those difficulties are bringing out something so I feel like you can't be negative in hard times because how do you expect to kill negativity with negativity? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like it's important to really be positive because it's I feel like a light. If I turn on the light right now, you really can't see it. The a light can really only shine through the dark moments. That's how the light can really be resonated and really be brought out. So with that being said, you can't be negative through these difficult times because it's going to continue to make you speak things that is not of you. It's going to continue to make you do things that you haven't, you really didn't want to do in a long time, but you're doing it now because you're negative and you're living in fear and you're living as if there is no hope. So I think with that being said, through these difficult times that we're facing, we always need to find a way to be positive, to let, like I always say, let the positive be louder than the negative, even if the positive is just a faint sound. Because if you want to listen to more of the positive or to be positive, that will bring out so much more than what you have done if you were negative. So I feel like it's important to, to always be positive because that will build you up. It will, you know, help you to have hope again and help you to really know that these difficult times is not meant to make you suffer, but it's meant to bring out something. So that's kind of how I feel about that. So, man, my take on it is that um, this is something that's not going to, you know, going to be a something's going to happen overnight. I, yeah. I know that it's a process. For I know sure, that for sure. it's going to be something that's going to have to be implemented within yeah. uh, these individuals' everyday lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, in order to stop being negative and, and all that while they're going through difficult times, because I know how those people are thinking and yeah. what's happening is. You know, those people are, you know, having financial issues. Bills keep rolling in, but yeah. they don't have a job. You know, I just checked the statistics today and said something like 22 million Americans are unemployed. It's like 13.5 percent of yeah, Americans that, too, that yeah. are unemployed. So um, I know it's, I know a lot of people get tired of hearing do this and do that mm-hmm. because typically the people that's offering the advice is, are not struggling, are not going through the things that they're going through. So they're just like, you're giving me advice. But they're, you're not they're struggling thinking, like yeah, me. Yeah, you're not struggling like I am. 
And they don't say that, but I know that they're thinking that because a lot of times, a lot of situations that I'm dealing with and I see people that are giving advice, I'm thinking like, well, you're not going through this. Yeah, you don't know what I'm going through. I don't say it, but I think it. So I know yeah. that other people are thinking it. So what I can say is, you know, just just finding finding something, whether it's just that one thing that you can hold on to mm -hmm. and to be able to look forward to. And I used to say, start off with like gratitude. Think about the things that you do have. Think exactly. about the things that you get on a daily basis that some people probably don't have. You know, like um, being able to wake up, being able to have your health, being able to have a place to live, being able to have your family, being able to have food um, in your refrigerator or whatever the case may be. But finding finding a couple of things that you can hold on to and be grateful for mm -hmm. during these times. I know that times uh, are hard and it's not, it's not perfect or the ideal scenario or what you may hope it to be, but there is still a couple of things that you can hold on to and be thankful for exactly. during these times and just know that it won't last forever. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't know how long it's going to last, but forever is a long time. And that is not the case. Exactly. It may last maybe another month, maybe even two months. And um, it's difficult to deal with mm -hmm. the government. They sent out uh, stimulus checks of like twelve hundred dollars per individual. And I know that a lot of people have received them uh, sometime this week or whatever. Uh, so if they haven't received them this week, I don't know when, but I know probably in the next uh, week or two, yeah. they should be received through basically almost everybody. So hopefully that can be something that can be helpful within um in the time frame, even if it's just a little something, because something is better than nothing. Exactly. But I, but that's um that's all I gotta say on the matter of, you know, how to be able to to deal with being negative during during these difficult times, because a lot of people they they hear stuff from people that aren't struggling with it, but they want to know like what to do, like what yeah. to actually do. Like you're telling me this because you're not struggling, but it's like all right. Mm -hmm. But this is advice that anybody can follow. You know, for just sure. finding something that you can hold on to, something that you can be thankful for. You woke up this morning, be grateful for that. Exactly. You know, if you have a family and they're safe, be thankful for that. If you got good health, be thankful for that. If you don't have good health, um, be thankful that you're still alive. Exactly. You know, if you don't have the finances that you want. Uh, be thankful that you still have a place to live. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a place to live, be thankful if you have something to eat. You know, it's just I'm not going to go through the list of of every different struggle and everything to be able to look towards. Those are just some examples to be able to follow yeah. during your difficult times. But that that's universal can oh, apply yeah. to anyone. And I'm not going to say hopefully things will get better. I know things are getting better, so For I'm sure. not going to say hopefully. We just don't know when, but yeah, exactly. they will get better. Yeah, definitely. But uh, let's go on and dive into the the next topic. You know, the next topic is, do you know who you are? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to let you start off um, okay. each of these ones um, with your views and your opinions on, uh, do you know who you are? Mm -hmm. Um. Before I get into that, um, I just wanted to go back to what you said just real quick. It's not okay, going to last long. Um, just being thankful for the small things. I feel like, you know, what we think is small is probably one of the most biggest blessings that we have. So we just got to make sure that we hold on to that. And um, just to know that even though these things are temporary, we can't be worried about the things that are temporary when the things of God last forever. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to say that. I, I wanted to say that before it got off my my because <laughs> i know i'm easy to forget but um knowing who you are you know um um i feel like 
you know, we, as soon as we were born, I felt like it wasn't just us that was born. It was our gifts. It was a journey. It was a purpose. And it was a destiny that was worth going for, going towards and going after. And, um, you know, knowing who we are, I know that a lot of times we wouldn't know. We we really don't know who we are, especially when going through trials and tribulations or just simply going through life. We'll, we'll, we'll tend to ask the question, what do I do? And I've been struggling with that, too. Like for a while, I didn't know who I was, but it took me digging. And sometimes sometimes it takes I'm going to put it like this. You may not feel it or you may not see it, but you have to know that it's there. And sometimes it takes digging. Um, It takes knowing something is there to in order to truly dig something out. And for some of us, it may take digging for a few days, maybe for a few weeks or years, but it takes digging and digging and digging. And if you keep on, if you keep on seeking, then you will soon find, or if you keep knocking, then the door shall be open. But I feel like the main thing in knowing who you are and trying to find who you are is to experience, to really go out, find the things that you like, try to find things that you don't like. But I feel like the overall getting that, like that exposure, you told me, yeah, like, how would I know how those houses in Brentwood would be like? Or how would I know, like, if I wanted it, if I never got exposed to it? So right. I feel like we have to go out and try to find something, turning our nothingness into something, trying to find something or trying to find something to do that we can get ourselves exposed to. And once we have that one thing and, you know, what I'm saying that will start to to really just build us up. But um, I honestly found my identity like growing up, man, just finding my identity through Christ, like you know, listening to the different promises that God had to say about me, listening to the different things that he has written and, you know, that he has told to his people. And once I figured out that I was precious in God's sight, that God delights on me, when I, when I figured out all these things and start to see, it started to make me see something in myself to help me keep on pushing through and help me to really know my identity, my purpose and who I am. So I can honestly say like who I am, you know, my identity is through Christ. And once I know the things that God says about me, and once I know who I am, what can take my identity away, you know? So um, okay. that's that's kind of the little points and notes I had about that and what I felt. So, man, my um, my views on it is, you know, I 100% believe that, you know, it takes nine months for us to, to be born. And yeah. in those nine months, we're not only being formed, our bodies and, and everything's our insides all that stuff is not only being formed yeah i think that that that's a process and and that's that's happening but what's also happening is happening is god's also putting you know promises and hope yeah. and skill sets and abilities and everything within mm -hmm. us from the very beginning you know so those nine months we're being created in a way that's like mental physical yeah. all that's being created and what happens is as we as we grow and we we get older and we we try to figure out our identity because typically uh, growing up we find our identity by the people that raise us or the people that are around us the most like yeah. a mom and dad typically or whoever else it is that's raising you whether you're adopted or in the foster care system or whatever it is you usually find your identity through that and some of the times uh, you know, you, you really find your true identity through that because, you know, the people that are around you that are raising you are doing the right things and you get to truly find that. And if you are one of those individuals that have found that, that is an amazing thing. But for the individuals that are being raised 
and you haven't found that because the people that are raising you are doing a little bit of everything and now your identity is like lost you don't know what to do you know that what they're doing isn't right and you know that you should be doing something else but you don't quite know how to find it or how to get there i think what uh what should be done in in that case is that you should um just try to seek out other individuals that can kind of help you with certain things that you're struggling with because typically to find your identity you have to find you have to be willing to search for the things that you struggle with and once you start to find those answers to the things that you're struggling with that's when you start to find your identity and typically after you've done that you start to form uh, the person that you're you were meant to be and the person that you're becoming uh, i can personally uh, attest to finding my identity uh, i used to not have a clear set of identity i've had several different identity issues over the years yeah. uh, from childhood being raised in the projects and seeing all these different things happen from you know the males in my family manipulating and mistreating women from the gangbangers around the neighborhood from people shooting and killing each other and me seeing that and thinking that was normal to me becoming you know a teenager and hanging around the wrong group of friends and smoking weed and just stealing and just breaking into things and doing all that. So I'm thinking that stuff is cool because it's fun and yeah. we're together and we're always doing this to becoming a young adult to trying to gangbang myself because the people that I'm around or, or they're wearing flags and they're doing this and they're beating up people and they're doing this. And I'm thinking it's cool. And I'm thinking it's love because everybody's around each other. And uh, in the process of that, um, that's who I became. And it wasn't until you know, maybe almost 10 years ago when I truly, truly started to, to, to see that none of that stuff was who I was. I, it was something more for me and it was something different that uh, I should be doing. Mm -hmm. So I started to slowly, but surely uh, go into that direction and try to seek it. I didn't know what I was seeking. I didn't know, you know, what I was looking for. I didn't know that um, any of that was a part of I didn't know, um, you know, really where I was supposed to be going, but I, I was trying. I still had some flaws, some hiccups and some mess ups along the way. And in the process of, um, of doing that, you know, I'm, I'm still growing to this day. But now it's more so I'm not that far behind of trying to figure out where I belong, where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be doing. Because like you were saying earlier, you know, once you, you look into God's word and God's promises, you know you you truly find that yeah you truly find that through his word you know i was listening to i'm always listening to all different types of interviews and mm -hmm. i listen to to ti's uh, expeditiously podcast or whatever and i i honestly had to turn it off man i had to turn it off because i think it was uh it was ti and it was charlemagne the god and the first topic they dived into was talking about about god and jesus and how they were trying to they were using it in a way but they didn't really have true understanding i, I turned it off because it was like oh, I, was, I was like you know it kind of upsets me a lot of times when you say when people say stuff they really don't know but they're going based off their information and you know and i don't have a, a problem with it. i'm just not going you know allow it to yeah to go into my ears yeah. and he was saying ti was like how um how do you you know his word says that you can't serve um, you can't serve two masters. So 
why are you serving God and Jesus? And he was just talking about that. And he was like, that's why he was like, religion is BS and this, that, and the other. And, um, and Charlemagne got into it. it was like, yeah, man, it's a lot of mess ups within it and stuff, man. It's like, it just don't make sense. Yeah. It's this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, man, that's what happens when you don't dive deep into the mm -hmm. word. You don't seek understanding. And the word also says, you know, how can he learn if he doesn't have a teacher? Like, exactly. if you're seeking your own understanding within a word that you don't understand, it's going to always be flawed. Yeah. So that's a, that's an identity problem oh, right yeah, there and sure, trying to bro. read something and not really knowing, but not even willing to seek it, but just willing, be willing to like, go off of what you know and let that be it yeah so we can't like looking for identity we can't assume that we have the answers either though mm -hmm. we have to seek seek these answers because we're still trying to find our identity so we're gonna have to find them somewhere and we have to you know sometimes it may take a couple of tries or a couple of different individuals that that'll help you to get there but yeah for sure man yeah but that's what i got to say about the the knowing who you are and your identity just yeah. knowing from the very beginning that everything was put in you that you needed it's just mm -hmm. someone's like a scavenger hunt you're looking for it over time and if it's if it's the right pieces and the right people that are around you you don't really have to look far because it's already there to help guide you and lead you in the right direction but if it's not you may have to just look a little bit further to be able to seek those answers and put those uh pieces together to make yeah. that puzzle full for sure man and um kind of wanted to just there's just a little side note of about that ti comment not saying nothing about about him nothing um i saw this message it said i think the speaker said it's one thing to know about god but then there's another way to know who god is i yeah. feel like when we know about god you know we hear all these different things and some of the stuff you may hear is yeah. bad some of the stuff you might hear is good but until you can really taste and see that the lord is good like it says, and I believe in Psalms, you know, once you get to taste and see and really get to know God into a relationship and really get to really get to know. Him, that's how you can really know who God is. And right. like I said, it goes back to that thing to where I said, you know, once I really got to truly know God, truly know about what he says about me and all these different stuff, I got to truly know myself, start to truly know how strong I am, my purpose, my meaning, my journey, my destiny. So it kind of goes back to that, man. So um, like I said, um, yeah, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man, that was um, the topic on that one right there. We're going to yeah. dive into the next one. Okay. The next one is breakthroughs. Breakthroughs. Uh, yeah. So I want to see your, your thoughts and your opinions on, on breakthroughs and what you kind of talked about it a bit earlier before we started doing the podcast. You yeah. were talking about breakthroughs. So kind of talk to the people of that today about what you meant about the breakthroughs and your thoughts and opinions on that. Yeah. Um. And I was just outside thinking about it like today. I was just thinking about I was kind of reflecting back on my life. Okay. Like thinking about all the things that I've been through. And I think about like all the things that other people been through, like the things people be telling me, like I've been through this and that and there's no way I can you know, I I think I was just thinking about it and reflecting on that. And I've realized that, you know, growing up in my personal experiences, I feel like I found my breakthrough in life when through the moments that tested me severely. Like, there was no way I can figure out how good God is. There was no way I would have found, you know, the better days or the good things of my life if I didn't go through some type of trials and tribulations. So looking back at it, you know, I've realized that my pain, I don't even have to call it pain. I can call it healing or I can, I don't even have to call it, you know, suffering. I can call it, you know, bettering me up. You know what I'm saying? I, I figured out that you know, the pain that we're going through is not meant to cause me to 
feel defeat is meant to call you know is meant to cause me to grow is meant to grow me to better me and to show me things that I may not have thought but it's about going through the trials and tribulations about like I said before not just going through it but growing through it truly fighting through it and trying to find the purpose in the pain because there's always a purpose through no matter what we go through and if we're willing to find the purpose since we found that purpose now we can walk through and know that we don't have to get discouraged we don't have to really you know feel like feel that we're defeated we can know that the victory is already ours because we know that this is making something we may not know what it is now but like once we go through it we will figure it out like we can look back and be like i'm glad i went through that or i'm glad that I'm, I was, I was shaped from that and I'm going through that. So that's the kind of thing I wanted to tell the people, like, you know, be willing to keep on trusting God through like whatever you might be going through and, and just know that it's bringing up something. Just never let your heart be discouraged. Um, but yeah, I kind of wanted to dive into that. That was kind of my thoughts. Okay. Well, man, that was some, some good advice or whatever, man. But my take on, on breaking through, man, is Started off with personally with a couple of things that I've I've gone through and what really got me through it. Yeah, as you know, I didn't I didn't really realize that it was a breakthrough until after it was over with. Yeah, exactly. And what happened yeah. was you know like going through being homeless and sleeping in my car for sure, and um, you know going through living in uh, living with the foster care system and mm -hmm. being expelled from school and you know having my first kid and not really having a place to stay learning how to be a father, yeah. um, you know, with changing jobs, you know, multiple times, having 20 plus jobs at that, uh, making it through school or whatever it may be. Um, it was kind of a little bit after each of those situations where I realized that, it you know, it was, it was some yeah. type of breakthrough that was within it, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, it's never too late to realize that the breakthrough has come, exactly. come through, but I always understand in the beginning, you're not going to see a breakthrough in the beginning because it's going to be difficult. It's going to seem impossible. Exactly. It's going to seem like it's, you know, something that you won't be able to make it through. Uh -huh. But what happens is, is you, you realize that, you know, life keeps on moving. Life, life keeps on going. Life yeah. keeps on, you know, improving. And what happens is it keeps on doing this. And before you know it, you have a situation that you're going through and you're past it. You went through it. You're you're over it. And you don't even realize because life is just the transition was just so smooth that you don't even remember, mm -hmm. you know, how you overcame it or how this happened. But when you sit back and you think of it, that's when you can truly sit back and remember, like, how it actually happened or how you went through it or how you overcame it. Who helped you? Who was with you? Who you talked to about it? It's just a lot of different things. So. Just know that uh, when you hear about other people having breakthroughs and this type of stuff, the reason why they're able to talk about it is because they've already been through it. They've yeah. already had the help. They've already been assisted on that. Mm -hmm. So just know that in the beginning, when it seems impossible, when it seems hard, when it seems like it, it's not going to happen, just uh, allow life to keep on happening. Allow yourself to go through it and it'll naturally take care of itself in the way that it's supposed to For take sure. care of itself. And if, you're a person that's worrying and panicking about it, you know, just pray about it. You know, yeah, exactly. you know, uh, like I said, this word God gave me and it applies to almost everything. Seek you first, the kingdom of mm -hmm. God and all this righteousness shall be added to you. So 
when you're struggling with something and you're looking for answers and you're doing that, just go to the word, you know, exactly. see God's uh, answers, you know, because ultimately he created your life, create all the path, the directions, the course. Uh, if you went off, if you had to go a different uh, direction, had to be rerouted or whatever it may be, you know, he has those answers for you. So looking for them, seek them and say, hey, you know, I'm struggling with this. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, what is it that I'm supposed to do? Where is it that, that I'm supposed to go? Like a couple like three years ago now, I'm going to say, man, I stopped going to church for like a year yeah. and I literally stopped going to church for a couple of reasons. Like I really didn't understand tithing. I was struggling with tithing forever. I was uh, struggling with uh, my old pastor trying to get me to do so many different things within the church. So I stopped because I was overwhelmed. I didn't know what to do. I wasn't really ready for that stuff. I wasn't uh, spiritually mature to be able to do and handle those things. And plus still struggling with the fact that I'm giving my money somewhere and I'm focusing on what they're doing with the money. Um, man, it was, like I said, it was about a year, year and a half. I didn't go to church. And I just really started to get convicted. God, just the Holy Spirit just started to convict me just slowly but surely over time to the point that it broke me down, man. And I yeah. got into a deep prayer, man. It was probably like 30, 40 minutes of prayer where I, I didn't even, it's like I wasn't even here. I was just really in the, in the spirit and I was praying. I was asking God to reveal some things to me like, you know, hey, I want to go to church, but I know that church wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that that was a bad church. I just knew in my heart it wasn't for me. And, you know, you know, sometimes when people stop going, they go for ne they stop going for negative reasons and that stuff. But, you know, it took me some time to realize that it wasn't the church that was bad. It was just the church just wasn't for me. And what happens is when I got to praying you know, ask God to reveal it to me. He started to reveal it to me through individuals. Like an individual told me about a church. I ended up going to the church and being connected. And it, it would seem like it was that just that simple. And through times also the breakthrough was I had a struggle with talking mm -hmm. to my former pastor because I left. I didn't talk to him. I didn't do any of that. So I was struggling with that for years, for years. I had his phone, I had his uh, phone number. I wouldn't say for years, like I, I would say about two, about a year, year and a half or two years. Yeah. I had his phone number and I kept thinking about it, about doing the right thing. And I just started praying, started going through church a little bit more, starting to uh, seek some answers and stuff. And I finally gave him a call, man. It was just like, you know, I wanted to call and apologize. You know, I left, uh, I left the church because I was, I was immature and it wasn't, it wasn't the church or you. It was it was me. I didn't have the growth. I didn't have the maturity to understand what was happening. But I did know I did know that I wasn't supposed to be there, but I could have left and explained that in a way that was better than what I did than just leaving. Yeah. You know, and because I seek God through the Holy Spirit, he gave me all those those answers and gave me a way to be able to get through them. And be able to have the answers and make everything right. So For sure, bro. Those are, you know, my personal experience with breakthroughs and what you can do to get through stuff. And exactly. If you're confused about getting through it with individuals, you know, God's always there to be able to mm -hmm. to help. You know, figure those things out. Definitely, man. And, um, you know, just hearing from your story, man. Like, you know, all the the foster care home and, um, you know, looking at different people dying right in front of your eyes, man. Like, I can personally say, like. I I haven't been through that and I wouldn't really know like what you actually felt. But what I can say is like, well, what I can see is 
where it brought you here today. You know what I'm saying? Like it brought you to, you probably never even expected that you will be here in this, this moment. Like back then when you faced all these different yeah. stuff, but like looking back at it now, it's like, you know, it brought me and it made me and it shaped me into something like it shaped me for a story to tell somebody or shaped me to really, you know, grow stronger. And even now, like there's something better even from this point, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So like, you know what I'm saying? I, I've learned like, um, you know, I feel like a lot of people question, I may have said this before, I don't know, but uh, I feel like a lot of people say, well, if God is so good, why would he bring me through this? But I feel like I feel like we should be saying, God, you are so good that you knew that when I've been through this, it will show me and bring me here. You know what I'm yes. saying? So like sometimes we just got to be still and just know who God is. You know, that's I feel like, words, yeah, that's it. Yeah, God. exactly. <laughs> like, I feel like a lot of us are trying to move when God is trying to move. But I feel like, you know, it's kind of like a, a flower, like. I feel like a flower can't take care of itself. And a flower, you don't see a bunch of flowers moving around trying to find food or water. Like right. a flower simply has to stand still and has to rely on the gardener who is going to, you know, give it food, give it water daily. So we have to, we have to see God as our gardener who can, when we go towards him, he will, you know, feed us spiritually, you know, and, um, you know, I'm just saying like, just go towards God and just know who God is. And once you know who God is, you will know that, you know, the everything you're going through, everything you've been through, it was molding and shaping something, man. So I like that what you said, man. I appreciate that, man. Uh but let's go on and dive into the next okay. next topic. <laughs> topic. Topic. <laughs> <laughs> the next topic or subject or whatever. Yeah. But you know, um, so down, what have you learned during this past month? And what I mean by what have you learned during this past month, it's like quarantining so what what new skill sets or what abilities or what what ways of thinking have you you found uh new during this process yeah um uh, you personally let's go to Derek. um honestly bro for me man like i have nothing but time so what i'm starting to learn through this moment is to make the most of the time that i have and to really not just make the most of it, but make it into something good, make it into something great. Like I'm starting to wake up now, like mm, starting to listen to like different, you know, inspirational channels, listen to different sermons like that. You send me, my mom sends me like listening to E.T., um, reading the Goal Giver. Like, man, I just been I've honestly been using this time to really build up myself. Because I know that, like I said, when that time, when it gives right back into it, of course, I'm going to continue to do it, but I won't have all this time to really make something into it. So I've learned to really just develop myself, you know, grow my relationship with God. Like this has given me so much time to be more, I guess, creative, uh, think about new things. Um, Yeah, man, just uh, really just making this time into something worth living in. If that makes sense, it makes sense. So that's that's the main. That's honestly the main thing I've learned, just to really not waste it, because I don't want to waste all this time like sleeping or doing like you know, entertaining myself with the wrong. Thing. And not saying those stuff is cool, but it's like I got to get my priorities straight, man. And um, I don't want to waste this time because you know you can't get time back, man. Like that's I said, true. time continues to keep on moving, so we have to honestly keep on moving as well. Um, but um. Uh, yeah, man, just making the most of this time, man, and just 
really trying to self-assess. That's another thing I've learned too. self-assess, like getting rid of old habits, not saying it's perfect. It's taking time for sure. But like I said, I got all this time. So like, I'm really trying to get rid of old habits. Like I guess sleeping in, like trying to wake up early or, um, trying to read a book every now and then, even if I don't want to, or, uh, you know, doing like just self-assessing myself, thinking about what is things I can get rid of? What is things that I can really implement in my life now? And, um, yeah, man, that's what I've learned, man. What I've learned is that I always kind of knew, but I, I really learned that when you have a whole bunch of time mm -hmm. and you're not intentional and deliberate about that time, yeah, it'll just fly by and how it'll fly by, it'll fly by in a way that you'll be so unproductive. You'll be binge watching. You'll be, you know, on TikTok or YouTube or right. or just any type of social media, uh, you'll spend a ton of time on there, and before you know it, time's just going by, just going by. And I'm and I'm saying that because I'm speaking personal. Like I, I've had, you know, during this past month, I've 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 wasted a lot of time, and I've kind of tried to give myself an excuse to be able to to justify what I was doing. Like, yeah binge watching and doing this because my wife was off for a couple weeks uh, mm -hmm. so i'm like you know i'm gonna be spending personal time with my wife and you know what like that that probably wasn't a bad thing because i feel that during these couple weeks our relationship has grown a bit stronger now and you know um you know we don't we don't argue or yell at each other anymore we, we you know we, we talk to each other in a different way now mm -hmm. so that was beneficial but i also feel that it didn't take that much time. You know, I, I took yeah. a lot of time away. Like it was cool for us to watch, to binge watch a couple of times, but it was times when we probably binge watched for like six hours straight. Yeah. You know, you're like, <laughs> dang, you, like we just watched two, two Avenger movies. Like, <laughs> you know, but, but it was cool though. So I'm not going, you know, I'm not going to complain about the time we had yeah. spent cause it, something great came out of it, but it was also time that I had that we wasn't spending together that I was on YouTube. And, you know, it's crazy that, my daughter was uh was telling me about TikTok. I was thinking that, you know, it was something for kids and this, that, and that. So I never thought about it. Yeah. So she showed me and I signed up and I started looking at it. Before you knew it, I got addicted and man, I'm looking at all these I different videos. You, and I'm just like, man. So now this is just something else. And YouTube has always been like yeah. my weakness. So, you know, and with Facebook and Instagram, like I don't spend as much time on that anymore, but it's like you still kind of go on there and check every now and then. Right. But I've, I've uh, spent a lot of time doing that and I had to really get myself back on board at the beginning of this week because I said I was going to do it last week and I didn't do it. So I kept messing around, kept doing that. Mm -hmm. But this week uh, I started getting back up at 5 a.m., man. And, uh, yeah, you told me about I, that too, yeah. Yeah, man, I had to get back to that. And, you know, I got up yesterday at 5 a.m. and I didn't get up and go working or do anything like that. I just got up to simply pray and use the restroom. And I yeah. went back to sleep, you know, I, but I got up at five. I got up at five. I prayed. I used the restroom. I went back to sleep for like two hours and then I, I started my day. But outside of that, man, I've been getting up and uh, I've been, like I said, my old routine, I had to go back to that. I had to go back to writing stuff down the day before. So my routine now is what I've learned is, routines and habits and being intentional and deliberate is very important if you're not a structured person and for me personally i'm not a person that that can just do it like i can just do certain things like here and there 
it take over time with momentum after i've already started i can start doing that but just naturally i'm not just the person's gonna be like i'm just structured yeah. so for me i gotta write down my itinerary and my plan so what i do is the night before i write down you know three to five things that that I want to knock out or that I should do for the next day. Mm -hmm. And throughout the day, I'm thinking about those things and how I'm going to do it and how long it's going to take and that type of stuff. So what I realize is that, so what I've learned is that my routine and being intentional and deliberate is, is like key parts to me being successful in what I'm doing. And that may be someone else's thing that they may need to hear that they need to start writing stuff down. And, you know, you may be a structured person already. You may not need to write it down, but just know that whatever it is that fits you and whatever it is that you need, you have to really be real with yourself on what it is. It's one thing to 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 talk to people and to sound sweet and to be like, yeah, man, I got this. I got this and I'm doing this, that and the other. But at the end of the day, you got to come to yourself and you can't lie to yourself because yourself going to be like, I know you and mm -hmm. you can't lie to me because I'm, I'm here 24 seven. Yeah. And at the end of the day, once you're, you're real with yourself and you realize like, Hey, I'm struggling with this. How can I, I make it right? And, you know, and like I was mentioning earlier about YouTube and all that stuff, like it's not always a bad thing. Yeah. Like when I'm looking on YouTube, I'm looking at interviews and I don't look at nothing I'm not supposed to, but right. still there's like, I still spend too much time on it for sure. But so that's always a key, like Google or YouTube or whatever, whatever you're struggling with finding something, whether it's a video or um, a paragraph or a message that's going to help you to, to overcome whatever you're overcoming. And that's something new that you can do, but that's, that's pretty much what I've learned yeah, for sure. That's these, what's uh, up, man. these, uh, this month of, of quarantining or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. That's a, that's, that's basically go back to them. I can't remember how many hours you said, man. You was telling me about, um, you know, how we said we don't have time. Yeah, 168 yeah, hours 168 a week. hours yeah. a week, man. So, like, it's about, let's say how you spend about five hours in this or five hours of that. And at the end of the day, when you subtract it all, you still about got about, like, 68 hours left at the week, man. Yeah. And so, it just, like, it kind of go back to how what you were saying, what I'm saying. This is, like, make sure, like. When you say you don't have time, you probably do have time. It's just a matter of it's no, that not time. A problem. You yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just it's just about are you willing to make that time a priority? You know what I'm saying? So it's like you you definitely do have time. So like it's always like whatever you feel like it's not too late for you to do something. It's not too early for you to do something. Like just be willing to use this time and make the most of it. Like nothing but time and just what are you willing to put in it? So. But man, yeah, let's get into the next yeah. uh, subject. The next subject is putting God first. I mean, it's gonna be first. the yeah, man. That's uh, be the last last subject that we dive into, and yeah. you know, we always start off with with you and your take on it. That was kind of one of the topics you wanted to discuss. So yeah, um, so talk to the people about you know what you meant by that, or uh, your views and opinions on putting God first. Um, basically, what I put on God first, man, is um, I was um. I was actually reading the the Bethel notes that you were giving me, okay, and talking about it was talking about idols, and I feel like we uh we put like a lot of things before God, and sometimes sometimes we don't even realize it. And so, what I wanted to talk about putting God first and putting God priority is like when you put God a pro put when you put God as your priority. I feel like it will be you will get so much of a, a greater result than putting something else other than what God is like a priority first. So like I've learned to 
it goes back to me being still like I'm I'm starting to learn that man like especially with like what we want to be man like I'm not gonna lie I kind of have thoughts like I feel like like especially for what we want to be like we don't want to only just be inspirational speakers like we want to be inspirational speakers that's going to touch the world man and like I've been having thoughts like you know I have known that we're going to get it but it's like are we going to touch the world but like you know, I've realized is that the promises of God are true. And so I'm starting to realize that if, in order for my faith to be in full effect, I can't be having no type of doubt. I can't be having room for anything else that's not of God first. Right. So I'm, I'm starting to put God priority in my life knowing that, you know, we're saying we're, we want to touch, you know, millions of people. God's saying you're going to touch billions of people. You know yeah, what I'm all, saying? You all know, seven all yeah, seven exactly. Billion. <laughs> all seven billion millions. Man. So it's like, I'm starting to put God first in my dreams, in my craft, whatever I do, man. Not, I don't like, I'm starting to not be anxious or worrying anymore, man. I'm starting to put God first. Like, God, I'm giving it to you. Like, I know this is not my battle. I'm giving my battles to you, God. Um, I trust you for this and that, man. And the more that you put God as a priority, man, like, like, and me just reading his word and knowing his promises, knowing what's true and what's right, it brings me comfort and helps me to not give in and so um, that's kind of what i wanted to try to dive into just putting god first and making putting god first as a priority making room for god and not making room for doubt or worry anything that not of god first so i mean that's that's, that's good information <clears throat> but man what i found is within putting god first man not only do i put god first it's gonna sound crazy but i put god first and i put god last yeah so i don't mean as in putting god last after everything that i've done putting them first i mean like far as within my day makes sense putting god first like if i seek god first early in the morning in before the morning. my day even starts that means that god's gonna direct my path because i'm gonna ask god uh direct my path order my steps in your way so god's directing and order mm -hmm. my steps as far as the people that are going to be designed i try to make sure it's very specific and that god's ordaining and instructing the way and the path that i'm supposed to go yeah and the last part is that i I put God last as well. So as I'm going to bed, yeah. I want to make sure that God is the last thing. Makes that, sense. Makes you know, sense. The, the last one that I'm I'm putting mm -hmm. uh, before, you know, I lay down. Because if I put God first, He's directing the day. If I put God last, He's directing while I'm sleeping. So uh, I like that's that. just putting everything, putting it into uh, perspective. But man, um, I'm gonna go back to the. Um, Pastor Robert Morrison of Gateway Church, the the book, The Blessed Life and Beyond Blessed. And it was talking about fir first fruit giving, you know, and it was basically, you know, it, it, it mentions that so many times in the Bible about not only putting God first, but giving God first. And it's really starting to help me, even though it's talking about like finances. But it to me, it's a lot deeper than just finances, because what happens is if you give God your first fruits, that means that you trust God. So it means that if you're giving him your first, that's the first one that you're going to when you have problems or when you need help or when you get something, you want to take it out of God. Yeah. And it is really, you know, diving into just giving God stuff first, because if you're giving God your first, that means that, you know, it also talks about uh, wherever your treasures are is where your heart is. So if you're giving God the thing that that you love the most mm -hmm. god is saying that all right you're giving me this thing that i know you really love so that means that you love me more than this thing because you're giving it to me first and um 
that that's just another another thing that uh that can really help people for sure um man. so man if, if if any of you all haven't read the book or heard of the book called the blessed life by pastor robert morrison you should most definitely um check that out and and take full advantage of it i'm into i think i'm a little over five chapters now but he he got real personal about his own life how you know how god uh navigates and order your steps and direct your path with your finances and how everything else starts to align with that because you know pretty much that's that's one of the biggest things of our lives like put god first within our finance if we could do that god's like all right mm-hmm. i know you don't have a problem with putting me first in these areas but this right here is where you know majority of people they're struggling he started to give out the numbers of how much money that people make in the world and how much money is actually tithed to the church and it's like it don't even line up he says 10 percent, but when you look at it's like 0.1% of what people are is giving to God so it really shows what people feel and think about God and some people are doing it some people aren't but it really dives in and helps you to kind of not only deal with uh, putting God first but um, giving God uh, your first so I would say that one and I haven't got into the beyond blessed that'll be the next one but uh, the recommendation is the blessed life so far to really understand how to put God first and how to give to God definitely, first. Definitely, definitely, man. So I definitely like that. I, I especially like what you said, put God first and put God last, man. Because I feel like um, a lot of times we put God first in our days, but we forget to put him last. And that would cause us to, um, for me personally as well, man, like it causes us to have these late night thoughts. It will cause us to have all these different worries, all these different doubts instead of putting God first. And once you put God first and put God last, like also when you put him last, like it will cause you to not to not sleep in pain no more, or sleep in worry no more. You can sleep in peace. You can right. sleep in, in comfort. You can sleep knowing that God got you, know that God is protecting you, knowing that, you know, God is in the midst and he is already right there where you need him. So I definitely like what you said about that. That's definitely going to help somebody. Man, for sure. I know we didn't put this in the agenda, but I uh, I just thought of a bonus topic yeah, that I would ahead, like to end it off with. It, it was just on my heart. So I feel that it's, it's only right to, yeah, for sure. to uh, end it off with it. Uh, man, just uh, forgiveness. Forgiveness, yes. Man, uh, so I want, I want to start off on this yeah, one. Yeah, go ahead, uh, go ahead. Because it's on my heart. But forgiveness, so reason i want to talk about forgiveness is that um i've mentioned a couple times throughout the podcast episodes that we've had about you know reaching out to certain individuals about you know getting them to listen to the podcast or just check in on them and this that and the other and um man god convicted me today man and uh i've been reaching out to people and what happens is for people that I don't know that I reach out to, if they don't respond, it's like whatever. I, I just like unconnect because I don't know you anyway. So mm-hmm. it's not really a problem. I don't have anything to think about. But for the individuals that I reach out to and I know that I'm like a part of their life and they don't like really respond, I have like um, I kind of get angry and kind of hold stuff against them for that, for not responding. I'm just like I'm just trying to reach out. And even if it's nothing to do with me promoting anything for when I just try to genuinely reach out to see how they're doing. It's like I almost have this like anger towards them and um, have this this build up of like not forgiving them for not taking the time to 
to just read a message or me asking them how how are you doing how's your day going or me sending them a message about uplifting their day and they you know don't respond so i've had some um some resentment issues towards that and i've held a lot of unforgiveness in my heart not only for that but in the past like family members and just whatever it may be through different things that uh, people didn't do or people said they were going to do something i always like hold it i don't say it and I, I eventually always like talk to the people and do that, but I never tell them why, but I always just like get over it over time. But, um, God put on my heart today. It doesn't take, it doesn't take all that. It doesn't take all that much time to just forgive them. You know, like Jesus did the ultimate sacrifice. He gave his life, you know, for all of us. And then, you know, as he was being nailed to the cross, a lot of people that was with him was denying him and lying and saying that they didn't know him and this, that, and the other. And uh, as Jesus was up there, his final words were, as the people were persecuting him and uh, and killing him, he said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. So if we follow Jesus and Jesus is the model of how we should live, he's telling me that when those things come, come into place, I need to not only forgive you know myself for the things that I've done but I need to forgive okay. others of everything that they've done and not only forgive them once or twice or three times forgive them you know the Bible says forgive them as many times as it takes mm -hmm. so whenever someone hurts you or whenever someone does something that, that doesn't line up with who you are or whatever you have to keep forgiving them and keep forgiving them over and over and over but it doesn't mean that you have to be a fool and keep keeping them around you know you have to keep them around to forgive them so if it takes that final time to forgive them and to get them out of your life you know it's a way of going about it that's more clean or whatever but mm -hmm. uh in the process of them being in your life you just gotta forgive them as many times as it takes yeah for sure so man. uh Derek, i just want uh to end that on my end and you you know share it with the people on your thoughts of forgiveness or if it's personal or whatever yeah. you, you see with it yeah man for sure man i think I think um, one of them is that, and then another one, like from when I say that, I mean like I feel like I was like that too. When I when I reach out to people, they said they'll do it, and then they don't do it, or yeah. they'll read it and respond, don't respond to me. I feel like another like instance I have personally was being cheated on, man. Like uh, I feel like, uh, and the person, the person would even tell me like they they admitted it to me. And they said, I'm sorry over and over again, but I still had that, that hate. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? But, um, I've learned as well. Like, I feel like a lot of us tend to say like, you know, oh, they did this to me this day, they did that to me. I need to get my revenge on them. I need to yeah. get my hate of them. But you got to think like when you get that revenge or when you get that hate on them, like, what is that going to benefit you? And the word says, yeah. vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Exactly. The Lord says, vengeance is his. Exactly. So. Like, like, exactly what the word says. You know what I'm saying? Like, vengeance is the Lord. So when you try to get that vengeance or revenge on them, that's not going to benefit you anything but just feeling empty, I feel. Yep. You have that satisfaction like, yes, I did it. But then over time, it's like, man, it's making me feel so empty. Versus when you forgive someone, it's like, okay, I, even though it kind of hurts me to forgive you, I forgive you. And in the moment, you may regret that, um, but overall, you will start to feel better. So it's kind of like revenge. You'll feel satisfaction. Satis um, you'll be satisfied for the moment, but then you'll start to 
feel empty overall, but I feel like once you forgive, yeah, you may not like that in the moment, but then like keep on going through life, you'll be thankful that you did it. And not only brought the best out of you, it brought the best out of them. It started to restore that relationship y'all once had. So I feel like forgiveness is important to to just to really just love, man. Like love brings out the best in everyone. So I, I feel like it's important to forgive, man. Man, but that's um uh, that's it for the day. Um yeah. I hope you guys have, you know, been informed and got a lot of great information and topics from from us this week. But I do want to mention a couple things. I've noticed that you guys are not commenting. You guys aren't rating us. Uh, we don't know how to get better. We can't improve unless uh, you guys let us. Um, but I do have a put a huge shout out to my friend, Kevin Jones. Yeah. He gave me some uh, advice today on the podcast. He gave me uh, two pieces of advice that I actually applied to this podcast. So if you're listening, Kevin, you know, it's a huge shout out. And thank you for um, you. for you know, for throwing that advice out there and it, it really helped. We can tell that uh, because of that information. But I do want to uh, make sure that you guys know where to find us at uh, Building Empowering People on Instagram, Building Empowering People on Facebook, um, and uh, email Building Empowering. Uh, it's either Building Empowering or Building Empowering People yeah. at Gmail. Mm -hmm. uh, so you guys can always leave your comments there and your comments on the our Instagram page, regardless of of what post it is, just leave your message on there uh, relating to the podcast or whatever it is that you guys are interested in. And we'll, you know, we always make sure that we respond and apply back to, to you guys as well. But I've been noticing as well, I've been having people to comment on it. That's advertising and selling as a comment, like yeah. that <laughs> just don't do that. Like if you want to advertise and sell, like, send it to the your you know to our personal mail like the the direct message or whatever like do it that way don't do it up under a comment those comments and stuff are based for like feedback and that type of stuff but um that's all the ways you can uh reach us in the podcast you know it's every friday 1 30 central um and all the other times you, you know we post it and let you guys know those times but you can find us on apple music not apple music but apple podcast google podcast spotify the main ones i think you got um was it cast box and we everything <laughs> yeah we own everything so you can find us everywhere wherever your source of listening to podcasts is but uh we're gonna end it with there and uh you guys uh we'll see you guys next week have a good one